0: Authentic Verdict is a movement that helps motivate people to launch and start their businesses. Whether your business is big or small, or you're just looking for motivation, this podcast is for you. We chat to inspiring founders from e-commerce, blogging, local, service, and product-based businesses about the fist-pumping moments and then the dark days that you just want to give up. No two businesses are the same, however, delving into the authentic verdict of what works, what doesn't, and how to cultivate that crazy mind of yours can help set you on your way. I'm your host, Katie Eels, co founder of online sustainable skincare store, Sabia Co. Welcome, guys. We have decided to do something a little bit different and we're starting a podcast. Welcome to the Authentic Verdict. We are your hosts, Katie and Dave, the co founders of Sabia Co. Hello. And yeah, we are coming into <laughs> our second year of business. And we do get asked over on Sabia Co. a lot about how we went from the idea to kind of launching the business. And over on Sabia Co., we really want to focus on self-love, sustainability and skincare, which, you know, that's what our whole brand and mission is about. So we thought we'd just start a separate kind of community to really talk and delve into the authentic verdict of how to start a business, what works, what doesn't. We're going to have a lot of other incredible entrepreneurs along the way to come and share their you know, tips and tricks, because Dave and I are just having a crack. We're winging it. Yeah.
1: Totally winging it. So
0: welcome. Dave, thank you so much for being my first guest.
1: That's right. Thanks for having me.
0: Dave has quite pleasantly surprised me this afternoon with a shaved head.
1: Yep. I've uh, mixed it right up. But so um, I might
0: be off my game a little bit because <laughs> I don't know who I'm sitting next to at the moment.
1: Oh, she hates it, but <laughs> she's stuck with it for at least another six months.
0: For a while. For a I while. guess we're in for the long haul, Dale. We are. Anyway, welcome, Dave, the co-founder of Sabia Co. Thank you so much Ooh. for being my first official guest.
1: That sounds bizarre.
0: It does. Yeah. Yep. Congrats. It is what it is on you. Yeah. For doing that. What are you manifesting and working on at the moment?
1: Um, manifesting. I am. <laughs> I'm currently manifesting on getting off the tools. I'm still on the tools, um, working big hours um, as a carpenter. Um, I eventually want to get off the tools and help Katie out some more in the business. Um so I'm learning some marketing, some ads, some accounting, um, well, watching Katie <laughs> you know speak with clients and and um, collaborations and all that. so i'd I'd love to be able to help her out a bit more and and step into the office and and one day get off the tools. Yeah, so that's me. What about you, Katie?
0: Um, for me, I guess I'm just trying to figure out that work-life balance. Um, we are in our first year of business, and it has been quite the roller coaster. You know, we've had, <laughs> we've lost Woo! stock, we've been out of stock at the busiest times in the year. We've had pandemics. It has been the biggest roller coaster for your first mm. year of business, and I'm so proud of how we've handled ourselves and how how we have continued to grow. But for some silly reason, we've also decided to move into a new warehouse this week, which is leading up to Christmas sales, and I've also, halfway through my cos- diploma of cosmetic chemistry,
1: so... Stress levels are going... Zah-
0: I'm a little bit of a go-getter, <laughs> but I've I've bitten off a little bit too much, but yeah, I'm just trying to work on how to figure out that balance, how to switch off on the weekends and enjoy some sunshine... And be recharged to flare up through the week. Yep. Which is what I'm good at. I'm good at flaring up.
1: You're quite good at the flare <laughs> up.
0: Too, so, too good. A little bit of a background. Dave and I started Sabia Co. in September 2019. After a trip, we went to Sri Lanka... And we both came home pretty devastated about the amount of single-use and pretty much personal care items that we were finding on really remote beaches around Sri Lanka and these crazy places that we'd literally...
1: Yeah, lots of plastic everywhere.
0: We'd travel hours to get to these places and they were covered in crap. Um, so we came home and we decided to start working on a little bit of a mission. Of Didn't ha-
1: get very good waves either. No. <laughs> that's,
0: <why. laughs> that's why we're so busy yeah, that's thinking right. of ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we came home and we started changing things in our house, but we just wanted to do more and we came up with a bunch of ideas and, you know, we a lot of them were still kind of very consumerism based. Some of them had plastic in them still and we just felt like we were never hitting the mark until one day I, I just said to Dave, what about a face kit? And
1: I said, what the hell is that? <laughs> and what does that mean?
0: Yeah, so I, I'm so passionate about skincare and I always have been. So I had this vision of creating like a toolkit for your face where you could cleanse, exfoliate and clean your face anywhere around the world. All you needed was water, whether it was salt water or fresh water from a lake or from a tap and you could really get clean and feel good about your skin and we wanted to use tools that were going to be biodegradable, sustainable and really great for the environment, not putting any nasty shit down the drain and, yeah, that's how we came up with our, our three hero kits. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're the base of our business. We've just Are we allowed to st- swear on this? Yeah.
1: Sweet.
0: Um, they're the base of our business. And for our first birthday, we actually just launched a sustainably sourced and packaged skincare range, which is very um, botanical and Australian-based. It's all native. Um, keeping to our mission of keeping things simple and clean, like you don't need to
1: overdo it. Yeah, that's right. Do you, do?
0: No, not at all. <laughs> um, so that's a bit about us in the background of our business. Dave, have you ever done a business course and how has that helped you get into business? And if you haven't, how has it not helped you get into
1: business? Well, I went to Bond University. <laughs> <laughs> no, never had a, never even had a look at a business course. Um, I think I did business in grade 10 at school, Learn about my debits and credits and um, In accounting, and that's all the experience that I have.
0: And you're still killing it accounting for us now.
1: Um, So everything that I've learned about the business is just all uh, self-taught, winging it, um, looking, learning, watching Katie, the the fireball, attack (laughs) it. Um, I'm
0: a little bottle of fireball.
1: um, So yeah, it's all new and I still got a lot to learn. I know that, Um, but I'm pumped. I want to learn and... I don't know. Hearing some some more of your of our um, people coming on this show will be great.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: hundred percent. Katie,
0: you've um, done a business course before. I studied business and marketing at university for six months, and my personality is definitely I'm either in or I'm out. And halfway through that six months, I thought, "Fuck, this is so boring," and I feel like you've got to be creative and quirky to be good at marketing, and I enjoyed that and I was approached by someone in the community and said do you want to come on as a marketing assistant you'll earn a lot more money and learn a lot more than you will at uni and I said yep fine and then since then I've had a couple of marketing assistant roles and two marketing manager roles and I've learned so much along the way I've also dabbled in a bunch of online learning because I am just so passionate about marketing and startup business But when it comes to starting our own business, like there's no crash course in how to deal with wholesale, how to deal with manufacturers. I'm lucky that I learned how to make websites and, you know, deal with influences and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's absolutely no crash course in it. And I guess that's the reason why we're starting the pods. Podcast is because
1: shit goes wrong. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and we just want to authentically talk to people in the industry and share, you know, tips and tricks because there is no crash course. and And hopefully, this podcast can service people in a little bit of a little crash course for business. Yeah. So, Dave, when we started Sabia. Do we consider investors? Do we get an investor? How do we kind of fund and bootstrap the business to really get it off the ground?
1: Um, well, Katie, we, <laughs> we... This is our most serious conversation. Yeah, it's very serious. Um, no, we we have done it all from our own um, incomes. From
0: our house deposit? From our, yeah,
1: <laughs> direct from the house deposit that's since vanished. Um But yeah, it's all just been us, Um, and you know we could have bought a house. We all got close to it, and but you know we decided if we do that, we're going to be stuck in a nine to five forever. So let's have a good crack at starting a business, something that you know we can work for ourselves. Not the intention. I mean, it'd be great to have private jets and (laughs) and (laughs) Lamborghinis. I wouldn't have a Lamborghini. No, we just want a big um,
0: Land Rover. That's not very eco conscious, but.
1: But it's more so just about working for ourselves um, and not being somewhere um, where you don't want to be and doing things you don't want to do. So, um, yeah, that's...
0: That's it. That's That's how we got off the ground. Yeah. And Dave, how do you kind of balance the business and the life hats and also as a couple in business, you know, how do you kind of balance the times that I'm just word vomiting about new product ideas and you're just thinking... Fuck, it's 10 p.m. and I wish
1: this chick would go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, most nights. Um, <laughs> every night. Every night. It's, well, we've tried a little thing that I think is working. We're still learning about that all. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think no, we'll ever stop learning. There's no ways, direct ways, but we're trying something at the moment that is me, when I finish work, um, I get in the car and I'll give Katie a call and I say, right, I lay it on me. (laughs) What do you got? Give
0: me half an hour of word vomit and then shut up. (laughs) What
1: have you got? What's happened? What's gone wrong? What's gone right? uh, What are we excited about? And what are we upset about? And then so when I get home through the door, it's us time. And we can, you know, cook dinner, go for a walk um, and sort of mellow out, get ready for bed. Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. And we're staring at the ceiling. Um but yeah we're getting there. Yeah I think, I think that's they're getting better.
0: We it's something that you you know you can't predict like you can get an email any time of the day and it can either make you want to jump up and down and do cartwheels or it can make you want to throw the towel in and unfortunately the nature of our business and because we are so involved and we care so much is that sometimes we will get an email from a wholesaler to say Oh, something's gone wrong. It's going to be six weeks late, and we're leading up to Black Friday, which happened last year. Oops. Um, and you know you can't you can't predict that, but you just got to be so solid with each other. And I'm so grateful for Dave because he does work big hours on the tools, and sometimes he comes home from a massive day, and I've just had the absolute shittest day, and I don't want to offload that shit energy onto him but also if I don't I'm just going to lay at the ceiling and he's not going to sleep anyway. Um, no. but we've definitely yeah, we we're, we're working on some strategies and I think we're definitely getting better, but you just got to know that things pop up and you can't unfortunately no. undo it's, them.
1: No. And it's, when those things do,
0: When those things do happen, do you have a little bit of a ritual or anything to help you switch off and kind of get back in that positive mindset?
1: Um
0: Tell them about the, the over the fogs.
1: Oh well. <laughs> I uh I'm I'm pretty good at switching off when I get to bed. I'm Dave not,
0: is the best. It kills me.
1: I'm not a um I'm not a heavy sleeper or a snore or anything, but um I I just tend to I can change my mindset and think about um anything. Kenny <laughs> asked me this question and I said, I was literally thinking about surfing over in Indonesia and one of my mates getting smashed by a massive <laughs> wave, going over the falls and, and me trying to paddle in and save him. And the next minute I'm out to it cold. You're tired because so, you've been doing surf revivals. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the kind of stuff that I think about <laughs> before I go to bed. Do you have any tips, Katie?
0: Um, I definitely don't have that elaborate yeah. creative mind. Um, maybe you should be doing our marketing.
1: I could do, yeah.
0: But for me, when... I just can't switch off at night time. I've got this one meditation that I've listened to for probably 10 years. Oh,
1: that thing. <laughs> it doesn't
0: matter. It, I don't even know what it's called. But it's just this one podcast and I call it my anchor. And whenever I'm stressed and I can't really switch off, I put it on. And it's literally 30 seconds in that she says, do, do it.
1: Well, it's like, it's an it's American girl talking you through a, a meditation. And she Welcome goes, to
0: Oasis Meditation. Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> but at one point, I only get up to 15 seconds in and she goes, whatever's happened through your day, doesn't matter. And I am gone. And then I always wake up. So what happens after doesn't matter? Never get that I far. I don't know.
0: It's so good.
1: But Zonks finally gets Katie to bed. And,
0: and I'm a big fan of magnesium. Dave's dad randomly gave us a... Maybe he knows that I was... Hi. Bit loopy. <laughs> Bit high charge. Bit loco. Bit loco. Um, and anyway, he gave us some and I had some and fuck it, knocked me out. I had the best sleep of my life. Yeah. So that's kind of my ritual. Yeah, she's a is magnesium
1: addict. Addict. <laughs> Sponsor me. My tub's that big of a thing.
0: No, not that big. <laughs> but I do have two magnesium every night. I rub lavender oil on the back of my neck, put on doesn't matter and Pills and away. potions. Pills and potions. You heard ear first. <laughs> Woo. Um, so we did turn one in September this year. Dave, how do you feel about being one year into business? Did you think it was going to happen?
1: Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was, um, no, no doubt in my mind, we're going to last one year. Um,
0: hopefully more to come. Yeah.
1: A couple of times I like, oh, this sucks, but I'm definitely going to last longer than one, one year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I can see us lasting lots and lots more years. If <laughs> that's how you say it. I don't think that's how you say it. But um, no. What about you, Katie?
0: I'm so proud.
1: Yeah, it's super duper. I
0: get. I cry a lot. Like happy tears. I just see people write, you know, reviews and or message us. Oh, the
1: reviews. I come home, Katie's bawling her eyes out. <laughs> oh, what's happened, darling? What's gone wrong now? She, we just got a five star review.
0: Sally said her skin's <laughs> never looked better. <laughs> No, I love it. Katie
1: for offs on that.
0: It just means the world to me because I, you know, how many hours a day do I work? Like 15 maybe, give or take. And when I get one of those reviews, I just think that's exactly why I started the business because we're making such a difference. In our first 12 months, we stopped 9 million single-use makeup wipes from going into landfill, which I think you worked out.
1: Is... Is Two elephants. (laughs) That's how my mind works. Two African fully grown elephants.
0: But that's, what is it? Is it nine tons? With four
1: bellies. Uh, Don't
0: quote us on that. We've had a few little margaruskis.
1: Margarooskies.
0: (laughs) But it's a massive, you know, it's a, massive thing to do and accomplish and now we have glass sustainably packaged skincare and not only are we conscious about the environment we are actually really making a difference in people's skin and what a combo what a combo and it makes me so proud i think that's my yeah i'm so grateful that we made it to a year but i'm so grateful
1: the... that um <laughs>
0: I won't tear up. I haven't <laughs> drank red wine.
1: Oh. I'm
0: not allowed to drink red wine anymore. Dave gets mad. No man. red Vinos. Um, Moving along from that. Moving along. What do you think has been the biggest impact that we've had in our first year of business?
1: Well, you just said it. Easily taking out um, all of the reusable, uh, non-reusable <laughs> makeup wipes from the ocean. I mean, imagine going out surfing, duck diving, copping a dirty old... Makeup wipe. Uh, makeup wipe, wipe straight in, in your the face. Schnozza. That Regina had <laughs> from the night before. Yuck. But yep. yeah, hopefully I won't cop that because um, our little packages stop that kind of stuff.
0: They do. Yeah. Yeah. What What's do you think, Katie? Well, yeah, that.
1: Yeah, 100%. That yeah. we're making no a difference for of.
0: the environment, but also that we're Changing helping. Skin. Yeah, we're helping people's skin, and like, you know, people are so blown away that. They're using a reusable makeup pad and a biodegradable sponge with just water and experiencing the best skin that they've ever experienced. Yeah. And it costs under 50 bucks and it's going to last you a year. Like, it's crazy. Not the best business idea <laughs> because they last so bloody long. But, you know, we're in, it, we're in it for the planet, not for the money. So we're bloody stoked about that. Um, and what has been some of the biggest challenges that you've faced along the way?
1: Uh, well, definitely was it Christmas time last year when, mm. <laughs> when our stock got stuck, um, in transit and... We
0: thought that we lost, was it 10 cartons of stock?
1: Yeah. How? Which is fucking grand. terrifying.
0: Yeah. yeah. A lot of money. We
1: thought it was Gordskys. But, uh, do I tell a story about the plane?
0: Oh yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Well, we were on the on the plane up to. Um, we thought we gave it plenty of weeks time to be restocked for Chrissy. Anywho, yeah, there's think, just
0: little delays that yeah, just kept extraditing things, themselves.
1: Things got lost, and um, and they said it arrived on the day that we were flying to Cairns for Christmas with Katie's family, um, and it had arrived in Brisbane, and we were literally. In the it was meant to
0: come to our house in the Goldie and I taught Dave's sister-in-law. I literally printed, handwritten all the orders and I showed her, like, all you need to do is open the box, put however many things is in it, put the label on and boom, the postie will drop it off, this, pick it up this afternoon. And then we're on the t- literally on the tarmac at like 8am yeah. and I get yeah. this text from DHL being like, your order's ready to pick up at Brisbane. And I was like, fuck, what? No, it's meant to come to our house.
1: So, I am on the phone to... to uh, Literally
0: on the plane, seatbelt signs on, phones are meant to be off.
1: We're on the runway, going about that fast, ready to take off, and <laughs> I'm calling my dad. Dad, oh no, we had to get things signed, we need signatures. You were on
0: your phone to dad, yeah. on your to your dad, and I was writing, I, Katie Eels, give, give permission, permission for... On the spew bag. On a spew bag. And I'm trying to I took a photo and I'm sending it and I don't know if I actually didn't know the whole flight if it's and then we
1: took off and the reception bars went and we don't know if that email sent
0: And it's a two and a half flight.
1: Two and a half (laughs) hour flight. Anyway, we got to Cairns and Dad sent a photo of him picking up the boxes in Brisbane. Yahoo. Very stressful.
0: So stressful.
1: But yeah,
0: We made it. That is hands down the most stressful experience that we've ever had.
1: Otherwise, people would not have got their gifts for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't it have been was, a good look. We were like yeah. three
0: three months into you know a business and we sold out so quickly. We didn't expect that. So, we reordered and we put up pre-sale and we're like, yep, that's fine. It's going to be here in November, whatever. And then it was just delay after delay and fuck, it was stressful.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Thinking back to that time of, you know, even the the cartons of stock that we used to order compared to the cartons of stock that we now order, how do you think that we've handled growth and like, you know, not only growth within the business, but growth within our space and having to move into like warehouses and move into a new warehouse yeah. and things like that?
1: Oh well in that day we we're doing a net from spare room and our our rental. Yeah. yeah. So um I just remember packing the cupboards up because you do not like mess she don't she does not like mess so if it was up to me i just fill the fill the spare room with boxes but no they had to be packed away all in uh, the cupboards and um so it was tight um yeah it was tough and then we the thought of renting a you know a space was like wow that's you know that's money can we afford that can we afford that we just had no option so we just went for it and best thing we ever did is to separate the business from our house that way you know you can hopefully sort of leave all the business there come home more space in the house (laughs) there are other important things like surfboards uh, surfboards um and yeah and the next step is moving in to our own yeah we're moving into
0: a brand new warehouse this week which is very daunting and exciting. Exciting,
1: Another thing, scary. Don't know if we can and afford it, it but you know, ev- we're going to strive to afford it. What's yeah. the quote?
0: That we went to the accountant meeting when we kind of decided that it's something that we needed and we both met there in separate cars and on the drive home we called each other and I was like, fuck, darling, do you think, like, you know, you could be on a wage instead of us paying for the bigger warehouse? Like, what... What do you reckon? And do you remember the little I do crab, I crab yeah. quote? Make you cry? Yeah, I, I said.
1: <laughs> very much. The hermit crab can't grow <laughs> if he's stuck in his small little first shell. He's got to move to the bigger one.
0: No, that's not how you said it. Oh, how do I say it? I think you said the hermit crab. Oh
1: fuck, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> but anyway, it was very beautiful. It's something about. You know, don't you don't you don't grow unless you're in a bigger space. And yes, the warehouse is gonna be quite empty when we get there. It's gonna be quite expensive, but you know, we're we're taking the risk. And if we got room to grow, it's gonna drive me to fill that warehouse with staff and more boxes of face kits and things and
1: and product development and photo shoot sections yeah. that I have to build. <laughs>
0: Woo! <laughs> Poor Dave is just coming home She's every day, got, and I'm like, "What about this? What about that?" And he's can like, "Can you
1: oh, build this? Can you build off. that?" Yes. Anyway, bring it on.
0: What about some game-changing business strategies that we've experienced along the way? Do you have any?
1: Ooh, um, data chick that knows them. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's Dave's Find strategy. Find yourself
1: a little uh, chicka that that's got the tips, Katie. I'll pass this one to you.
0: I think um automation is key. As I said, like when we started Sabia, I was still working my full time marketing manager role, which wasn't nine till five. It was like five AM to ten PM. It was a bit of a nightmare of a job, which I guess was the why I had such a fire in me to make Sabia work, because I just didn't want to be there anymore. But in that first couple of months where I was doing both, it was so fucking exhausting. And I just created all these automations within how to, you know, canned responses in my email. So if someone messaged about wholesale, all I needed to do was click the canned response for wholesale. Um, When it comes to our automations for our emails, we use like an external email software, which, you know, touches base with our customers quite regularly and teaches them tips and tricks how to use their products, how to care for them. And that's not me having to do something every single day, that's just going on in the background and it makes me feel like I do have a team. I mean, we've just hired our first staff member. Do, go Chloe. Love you, Chloe dog. But, um, you know, like when she comes on and I, I show her how to do things, there's a little procedure and a canned response for literally everything. And she's just always like, what the fuck, Katie? Like, how did you create this? When did you have time? And, you know, I set aside time at the beginning to to set it up because I knew we were growing quickly and I knew our brand messaging is so important and for every single business it is so important. So I didn't want to get to a point where, you know, we were so busy and we were just allowing anyone to write emails or respond to people and lose the brand authenticity and the brand message. So I put in the time to create those automations and... You know, I think it's been the best thing ever. Like Dave will help me some days with reaching out to influencers or wholesaling accounts and stuff. And he doesn't need to say, what should I say in this email? He just literally presses a button and there's canned responses for him to say, oh, yep, cool. And it's always the same message. It's always professional. I need to worry about you dropping in any (laughs) any cheeky little things.
1: Yes. No, I'd be terrible at that, but...
0: (laughs) And what about marketing strategy? I know this is probably more my field, but you have really stepped up and learned a lot about Facebook advertising to help me out. It's definitely something I'm not passionate about, so I handballed yeah. that one to Dave
1: um, yeah, I'm learning from a friend of ours Brent um, love you love you Brent Bloody um, it the I guess the whole social social media social. thing um, is massive for advertising and it's would be impossible these days to start a business. Without it. I mean, without having the best product in the world and word of mouth getting around. But, you know, it's, it would just be impossible. So you've really got to nail those avenues and attack them, um, which is something that I'm learning about. And yep. it's very interesting. Um, sometimes it's frustrating when you uh, see influencers doing sweet not much and they're getting getting paid a lot for it but that's that is what it is and you just got to go with it unfortunately but good on you girls you're (laughs) you're raking it in (laughs) raking it in um no so that's that's yeah that's where
0: and I think think. one of my biggest things like I guess when we started Sabia I just started getting a lot of messages how many weird business coaching calls have I had from Sabia hmm I have so many startup people reach out and be like, I'm thinking of this. And I am so passionate about startup business and marketing. Like I literally love it. So I ended up having these two, three hour phone calls with random people all around Australia, giving them like 10 grand worth of tips. And I, I just thought, fuck, like, I wish I had that. And, you know, I definitely wasn't, ballsy enough to reach out to people and that's exactly why we're starting the business and the podcast is so that when people have those questions from our community I can just send them here and they can look at you know a guest maybe owns a hair salon or a guest maybe owns an e-commerce or a guest is a blogger they can just come here and kind of learn the tips and tricks straight up because we you know we're getting to a point I can't be giving away three hours of my time for random Sally to just Bloody capitalise on my knowledge. I always say Sally. That's like Poor my Sally. my go to. We love you, Sally. I don't know who Sally is. We've never had a Sally customer, but love you, Sally. What are you most proud of?
1: Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop it. Um, yes, definitely you. Definitely, um, I know, inspiring me. Oh, um, sweet. So to, I don't know. I guess you haven't, you know you haven't had a huge helping hand from anybody it's just been all self-taught um and when you do need a helping hand you reach out it's i think that's what you do and it's fantastic and that is a huge tip i'd say for everyone is use each other yeah not in a bad way not in a bad way but there is no silly question
0: and and that's something i've definitely learned along the way is when i find myself at a crossroads and i'm Researching to the nth of every day, thinking, How the fuck am I going to figure this out? And I just think, Oh my God, I'm just going to message this person and ask a question because people do that to us. And they will give you the time of day. And that, you know, that's the community we're trying to build here as well is that competition in business is bullshit. Like, unless you've got the exact same product. There is so many people out there buying things. And for us, if you're a sustainable business, we have the same mission about helping the planet. So if I can help you make a hundred more sales, that's going to help the planet. I'll give you my time of day because that's what we're here for. Mm. And I think that, you know, the tall poppy syndrome has got to stop. It, you know, help each other out.
1: Yep, help each sister
0: out. Getting to that, what has been the best advice that you've been given within our startup journey? Or if you haven't been given any, what's the best advice that you would like to give to someone?
1: Uh, well, what I just said, I think definitely ask. You know, collaborate, ask, use what is around you. Um, and if you don't have any, anything around you, source it, find it, YouTube it, Google it. Oh, there's just, so many platforms just to learn. message people and, yeah, and you'll get there. 100%. Yeah. What about you, Katie?
0: Um yeah, the same. Like just I always am listening to podcasts while I'm working and just trying to fill my brain with more knowledge and connect and ask people questions. So yeah. Where do you mm. hang out to get smarter?
1: The library all day every day. <laughs> you have never been no. to the library. Uh, I sit next to Katie. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, no i I listen to a few podcasts as well um and I think that that's handy because again it's something that people have been through before and they're sharing their experience so you know why do things the tough way when you can learn from others that have already done it um yeah and yeah what about you katie
0: hundred percent podcasts I love it like I've got podcasts for business stuff for marketing stuff for mindset stuff and i have like you know a bunch of my go-to people that i literally can't wait for them to bring out an episode every week because they just fire me up and i get so excited about what i'm doing do you have a favorite quote yes what is it
1: um (laughs) i'm trying to think (laughs) of something (laughs) no i don't have a favorite quote but I know there's many out there and I <laughs> that think good. I think they're sensational. Do you have a favorite quote?
0: I think a quote that absolutely is myself is just do it.
1: Just do it. No.
0: <laughs> Stop fucking around. Nothing is ever gonna be perfect. Go for it. You know, like don't ever put shit out, but you don't need everything to be perfect. I'm a no. perfectionist and I'm slowly learning that whether I spend 10 months on something or one month on something, at the end of the day when it launches, I second-guess it and I think of better ideas. So put it out there, give it to your community, give it to your friends, just fucking do it. Pull your sleeves up, work hard, and it will happen.
1: 100%. Closing uh-huh. on that, uh-huh. Dave. Yes. Yes.
0: Where can we find you on socials and get to know you and Sabia Co?
1: You can find me on my socials. On Do you know how, I don't what our even socials know, are? I don't even know what my socials are, <laughs> um, my Instagrams. But Katie, tell them what our <laughs> socials are.
0: You can see us doing very awkward face masks and funny videos at Sabia Co, which is S A B I A C O on Instagram, that's probably the only place that you can find us. We're not, we don't have a social following individually, um, but yeah, we're we're at Sabia, and we will be at Authentic Verdict on Instagram soon, which is exciting. But yeah, we're that's in. us. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Dave. I am actually so excited to have this little community to really build and help you know, share tips and tricks and help each other grow. And yeah, I'm excited.
1: Very exciting times. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. Bye.